the World Nomads podcast bonus episode. Hear amazing nomads sharing their knowledge, stories and experience of world travel. Welcome back. Or if this is the first time you've tuned into a World Nomads podcast, we hope you enjoy. Now, alongside our destination episodes, we also feature amazing nomads. These are people that we say demonstrate discovery, connection, transformation, fear and love. Yeah, and that, that doesn't mean that you have to be the first person to have, you know, done a solo trip around the world or something like that or cross the Atlantic in a no. in a pair of Wellington boots or whatever like that. <laughs> uh, it can also be someone who's done something simple um, like searching for and finding those off-the-beaten paths. Yeah, just like Aubrey Sweeney. She's a stand-up comedian and she's travelling from gig to gig in her RV. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Isn't it a great idea? She's doing it with She-Ra, her cat, and Paco the dog or Paco the dog and it allows her, as you will hear, to spend extended time in every city that she travels to. Okay, so I've been in the RV full-time now for almost two years. And a year before that, I uh, I became I, I went full time with stand up comedy, uh, so I, I basically tour all over the, all over the U S. Um, you know, performing at clubs, you know, different different venues. Um, but the first year, I was flying everywhere, and which was fine. I mean, that that's definitely a fine way uh, to travel. But you know, being a pet mom, and uh, I don't know, I just really enjoy it when I am somewhere to get to experience the place that I am, uh, rather than, you know, getting there and, and seeing a hotel and a comedy club, and then the hotel again, and then a plane. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, so I started doing the RV thing. Um, about a year into being a full-time touring comedian. I think it's a fabulous idea because, you know, as we, we often say on this program, I, I know it's a, a travel podcast, but that mm-hmm. actual travelling bit inside aluminium tubes, you know, a couple of miles above the earth is not the best bit. It's like the being there, which is the fun part. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I mean, and there, there's places, you know, I mean, it, it's nice to have the option of, of, both, you know, because I mean, if I if I want to come visit you guys in person, I'll definitely be uh, catching a, a plane. <laughs> but uh, but I, I I really I really even like that now. You know, when I uh, even even growing up, when when we would uh, travel abroad, we would normally you know we'd we'd fly there. We would we would get to the place, and then we would rent a car, we'd rent a van, and we would spend an extended amount of time just hanging out and uh, you know and, and kind of getting to find the off the beaten path you know, trails and restaurants and, and get to experience an area the, the best to, you know, the best of your ability. But it must have uncluttered your life as well. It must have changed your life in other ways. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I think just it's human nature to be collectors of, of stuff, you know, because you're getting stuff for Christmas and birthdays. And so, I mean, oh my gosh, like I, I, when I bought this, I was living in an apartment in Los Angeles and I already felt I felt as a person that I was a complete minimalist. I, I didn't I didn't think I had a lot of stuff. And it it was crazy because then moving from that apartment into a 22-foot motorhome, I realized that I had so much stuff that was that was kind of just, you know, bogging me down. And uh yeah, you get you get really good at uh at space and organization. And I don't really need that. I mean, I, I got I mean, I feel like every time I'm at a store, I'm like, I really like that. I don't need that. I don't, <laughs> no matter how much I like that. I do not what I, I don't need that. <laughs> so that, that, you know, that minimalist attitude, that sort of 
not needing, st- well, you need stuff, but you don't want mm-hmm. stuff. And you right. might, that, it, that goes to other things in the rest of your life as well. It just makes everything easier when, when you're packed light. Well, you mentioned the word easy. It still takes a lot of gust, guts, minimalist or not, to, to give up an apartment and jump into an RV and, and travel from gig to gig. What have been some of the challenges? Oh, well, you know, I think one of the hardest things, even though I, I still, I grew up in, in a time before we were so, you know, before we had like Google Maps. I still get very reliant on that Google Maps. And uh, I got to tell you, there's been a lot of times where the lady on the phone was like, you know what? I'm busy. (laughs) I'm not going to work right now. And, uh, you know, so I mean, I've gotten lost a handful of times. Um, For the most part, you know, getting lost has kind of been... A, a blessing in disguise, you know, because I've I've ended up in places that I didn't know existed, and you know, got to meet new people and and experience you know diff- different cultures and and things like that across uh, across this country. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would say lot getting lost um, is, is has probably been one of the biggest obstacles, uh, you know. And I mean, there's different things. I I don't know I don't know what it's like in Australia, but but there are places here that have like dog restrictions and, you know, and, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I've, I've been, you know, eight hours on the road and I'm really ready to, to call it a night and you end up at a campground and they're like, Oh, sorry, no dogs. And you're like, what? (laughs) Camping and dogs go together. Places are getting more dog friendly uh, all the time. The great thing about podcasts is that you can have a a niche topic and I'm pretty sure I've come across a podcast that is just for people that travel with pets. Yeah, there, there is. Um, and there's also a, a cool site that I'll usually check in with. It's called like, um, like find Fido or bring Fido and it'll usually give you like mostly restaurants, um, you know, and, and stuff like that where, where he can, he can tag along. Cause I mean, that's something too, especially traveling with, with pets. I mean, you asked me about, uh, obstacle, obstacles. He get you know, he sleeps all day while we're driving and I, I need to find a place where it, it's safe and he can, you know, run around and get some of those wiggles out so I can, uh, so I can sleep <laughs> a little bit. Speaking of podcasts, this has all led to your very own comedy and camping. Yeah, actually, one of those uh, one of those times that I got lost is what uh, what spurred the idea of of doing doing the podcast. I was in Arizona, and got, oh my gosh, I don't even know. I don't. It was one of the. I think we've all been there where you don't even know how you ended up where you ended up. You just kind of kept going and hoping that a road looked familiar, right? Yep. And uh, I ended up. Uh, being uh it's it's hatch arizona it's where uh, we have like a, a lot of our um our peppers produce comes from there and uh i went in i went into like a little restaurant and i said excuse me like i'm very lost do you you know where where i'm going and it turned into this really really amazing conversation about uh harvesting peppers and in the process and it was just it was just kind of out of the blue but I don't know. I mean, I think that's just something I've always been, the, I'm going to ask questions. Like if it's something I don't know about, I, I want to, I want to know more. And if you're willing to talk to me, we're, we're going to talk for a really long time. And, uh, when, once I, I found my way, uh, you know, and, and got back on the road, uh, when I stopped that evening, oh my gosh, like I called everybody. I called my mom, I called my dad, I called a few friends and I'm telling them about this crazy, cool experience and conversation I had. And then weeks later, I, uh, you know, when I ran out of people that I knew to, to tell, I, uh, I kind of was like, you know what, I, I should, I should podcast this. Is there an expectation when you're interviewing that you're going to be funny? That's actually another kind of side of, of the podcast that I really like because being a, being a comedian, um, there is always an expectation that I'm, I'm going to be funny all the time. And that would, 
be exhausting. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so I kind of like that, the podcast mentality too, because yeah, like there's fun in there and, you know, sometimes there's jokes and sometimes there, there's, there's funny, but it's just being natural. And, um, you know, and I, I think that that's something that I, I've really enjoyed about it is just the opportunity to sit across from a person or even if, you know, like go like this, like the video chat way and not worry about my, you know, not worry about cell phone, not worry about social media and just like have a legit conversation with another human. Getting back to the beginning of all this, the Mm -hmm. reason why you jumped in your RV was because, you know, you mentioned at the start, you were flying here to a gig and then Mm -hmm. flying home and then you were getting in a plane again to another gig. What I really loved about the decision you made was that you wanted to do your gig, but then you could go for a walk in the forest or you could go for a walk or a swim in the beach. So you weren't just going from airport to apartment, apartment Mm. to airport. You're actually living a life. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's, it's been such, it's just such a huge difference. Like I, uh, this, I, I actually just am, am, taking a break right now. I just got done with a month long tour and oh my gosh, it, it was amazing. Cause I could, I had the luxury of spending like a week, um, at each stop and then traveling from, I mean, New Mexico to Corpus Christi is, I mean, you could do that in a, you could drive that in a day easily, but I was able to a lot like four days in between. So I could actually do some sightseeing and I went to Roswell and, you know, like the whole alien thing. Um, I don't know. It, it just makes it nice. It makes it so much more relaxing. And I mean, I even on this trip when I performed in the town, um, with that, the original Walmart is in, I don't know. I, I like by being able to, to drive places and, and book shows, you know, around where I, I want to travel and see things. Um, you know, it, it's just, it's really created a lot of opportunities just for fun. Well, you've got an idea for your next podcast. You could try and interview someone about the first Walmart. Exactly. Yes. It's a very interesting town. I, I haven't had, um, I'm, I actually have another show down there, um, on my way back to California. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's neat. I don't normally get, I, I don't think I've ever been to that area. When I, when I was younger, we would go crystal hunting in, uh, in Arkansas, but, but not in Bentonville. So it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. It was, it was cool. Crystal hunting in Arkansas. Yes. Uh, there's actually, you can go, um, and we, I, we'd ha- I'd have to do a quick Google search on exactly where it's located. But yeah, I used to go with my, every summer I would go um, on a great American adventure with my grandparents, which, you know, kind of, I think um, got, that's when I got bit by the travel bug was like very, very early because between trips with my grandparents and trips with my parents, I mean, we Jack Kerouac to this country, you know? <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, so we would go to Arkansas on our way to, um, we'd spend a lot of time in like Pensacola, Florida, um, but we'd stop in Arkansas. There's a place you, you can, you can dig for crystals and they have beautiful red dirt. Um, I was, a, I was a big dirt collector as, as a kid. I actually found my dirt collection in my mom's garage. It's very <laughs> impressive. Yeah. So you, you go, you, you can dig, you can dig for crystals. Um, their dirt is supposed to have like a lot of healing, you know, um, like, cause it's kind of like really, really like clay. You can feel the clay in it. And then, um, there's another, oh gosh, what is it? I, I always say it wrong. Is it geos, geodes, geodes, like the, the round rocks and they have like the kind of 
smaller. Sometimes they're like purple or, but that'll get people close enough in a Google search. Have you found a place where you think when I'm, when I'm done with this comedy gig, this is where I want to come put some roots down. Have you found your dream, dream town? I, it, you know, it's, it's hard because I've, I've been to a lot of places where I've gone, you know, I could, I could see myself here. Like I went to college, uh, I got my undergrad in uh, Tucson at University of Arizona and like Arizona, like Sedona, Flagstaff, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous areas. Um, you know, but I really, I love the ocean. Uh, I actually just this year learned to surf. So, um, I'm super into that right now and I can't see that ever fading. Cause I love it so much. Um, but you know, and, and like Paco likes the beach. So, I mean, I'm thinking maybe like one of the keys would be ideal for settling down. Um, but honestly, I just, right now I just can't imagine wanting to not, um, be doing what I'm doing. What's your best RV tip then? Somebody else is thinking of doing it. What would you suggest? Oh honestly, just, it's all, it's all the attitude. Like things are going to go wrong. I mean, I bought this and like 50 things were wrong with it. <laughs> like as soon as I got it home. So, I mean, it's just really like staying positive, um, and learn just learning as you go. I mean, cause like for me, yeah, I mean, we'd gone RVing, we'd gone camping, but it wasn't something that was like full time. Um, so I mean, it's the learning curve has been legit just insane. So yeah, it's just, it's just that it's just the positive attitude asking questions. Um, I mean, there is nothing le- like campers learn from other people. I mean, cause I have saved myself from so many just mishaps by saying, Hey, I noticed it's getting kind of cold. Uh, do I need to like, have you ever winterized a motorhome before? Like, should we do, you know, cause I, like one of my first tours in this thing, I was in Chicago and, uh, it's not like our weather in April should not be winter. And, uh, it decided to be winter and there was like a blizzard and it was crazy. And so I ended up between YouTube and a really, really nice, uh, couple, uh, older couple, they were like a retired couple traveling, um, winterized on, on the fly, uh, without having any idea how to do it. And so, yeah, like talking to people and just, just po- being positive. You know, the movie Finding Nemo, all right? You're a clownfish. Tell me a joke. <laughs> tell me a joke. Um, I will tell you this, this is, this is a kind of, this isn't really a joke. Um, I was doing a show, um, this is in Iowa, which is um, like right next to Nebraska. So very like meat country, you know, like very meat country. And I am a vegetarian. Um, I'm mostly like vegan, but sometimes like I'll eat cheese, you know, cause I, you know, whatever. <laughs> sometimes you, sometimes you need a, a, a string cheese. And I was, I was doing this bit about being a vegetarian and uh, this guy in the back loudly, like I've never, this is my first experience with like a kind of heckler. He loudly says, Hey, Larry, I think she said she's a vegetarian and who I presume was Larry shouts at the top of his lungs, burn that witch. So, uh, yeah. so that's the life of a touring comedian. <laughs> awesome. Great work life balance, Aubrey. And what a great way to finish up as we are speaking with Earl Hardy in our next episode, who's written about what it's like to be a vegetarian on the barbecue trail. Oh no. 
<laughs> we will have links to Aubrey and her podcasting show notes. So if you know someone who loves travel as much as you do, and we do, please tell them about us, the World Nomads podcast. And you can find uh, the latest episode through all the popular podcast apps and players. But the easiest way to listen to us is go to worldnomads.com forward slash podcasts. Kimmy, what's next week? I did hint at it, mentioning our chat with Earl Hardy. It's a bumper episode in which we celebrate... The release of our new US guide, Where Nomads Go. That's exactly right. Fantastic. I think you saved me there, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do it again next episode. (laughs) See you then. Bye. Amazing nomads. Be inspired.